Welcome back inside the Mitchell Center as we get set for James Madison and South Alabama, the Duke's first ever trip to the state of Alabama. I'm Corey Spector, now joined by James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan. Well, Coach, I want to start here. When we ended on Saturday, one of the first things you talked about was a decision you had to make with Peyton McDaniel in regards to her hand. You brought up the idea of maybe even shutting her down for a few weeks. You did not make that choice. Mm -hmm. She practiced all week. She's here in Alabama. She's getting ready to play tonight. What was that decision-making process like for the two of you? Um, well, it was just uh, it's improving. And so, uh, you know, it's I don't make a whole lot of decisions by myself, right? So our trainer, Kate Bruning, does a great job. And, and she basically said, like, look, I've got it wrapped up. It's fine. It's not going to get any worse unless something drastic happens. Um, so can she learn to play with it? The answer is yes. And so um, – as long as we're not at risk, um, you know, that, and, and that was part of my first conversation. But, you know, the way it's wrapped, it's just you never know. Like, can, can it get worse? And so as long as it can't get worse, I think she'll only get more used to it. Um, and if it's not going to delay its healing, then, um, then I'm all for having her out there. Um, so that was a decision. It didn't take as long as I thought it would. But, um, you know, I, I trust Kate and I trust Peyton t uh, telling me what, what's happening and what the truth is. It can't get worse, but can it get better? Uh, she can shoot it better, yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, it, it's getting better, and eventually you'll be able to make the, the splint a softer one as opposed to a hard one that, that um, really is just more bulky. So, yeah, every, every week we play it will get better, and my hope is by the time we're, we're – the next time we fly into Pensacola, uh, she won't have anything on her hand is the hope. No doubt. You know, one of the things you spoke about this week in your – weekly press conference and something you talked about right after the game the defense for your team of the five games that you've allowed the most points four have come in the last four games and I know just being around practice this week one thing you really made sure to do you complimented defense a lot more than you did offense so what have you seen from your group over the last few days and getting back to that defensive mentality it just has to, uh, and I'm, I'm really not, you know, to me, I'm not giving them a choice if they want to or not. I mean, it's something we have to do, and that's that's the core of who we are, and that's, the, that's um, you know, you, you win, and when you win, um, I think there's a tendency to, to think you, you've got it, right? And, and it's, it's really hard from a coaching perspective um, because sometimes they have a great practice, sometimes they have a, a bad practice, Sometimes they're getting after it. Sometimes they're not getting after it. But if you keep winning, uh, there's no pattern of oh we had a bad practice. We're, we're not gonna you know we're not getting it done. Sometimes you know with a team that's winning, you think um, they understand how important defense is. Um, and the first the first real indication I had was was Georgia Southern. I know Georgia Southern only scored 69 points, but that was that was the first time for me it was like whoa. And then you don't have much time to fix it because you're focusing on Troy. Uh, which I thought, surprisingly, we, we played good defense that game up until the last maybe six points. And I wouldn't say great defense, I'd just say good. Um, I mean, Troy scores over 75 a game the last however many games. So um, I, w I was, it was an awakening for me um, last weekend. And I do think there's a little bit of, of, of luck involved. You know, both Coastal and Georgia State shot it extremely well from three. That's been very uncharacteristic of us. But um, I thought we lost our aggressiveness um, and, and lost our focus defensively. So that, that's something we're going to get back to. Um, and, and the glass, it's no secret, man. It's no secret. You're, you're minus 1.4 the last five games, and you're 2-3 and three the last five games. So um, that, it's part of what our mantra is every day is defend, rebound, run. And if we're, if we're going 0 for, 0 for 2, 
out of those first two, um, we're, we're going to put ourselves in, in some compromising positions. Over your seven years, you've played a lot of man-to-man defense. With a stretch like this, does it make you reconsider? Does it make you think, I'll do something a little bit outside the box, play a little bit more zone? Uh, you know, I, I learned I learned a lesson that, um, you know, even the best man teams we've had, you just got to have a zone and, and be ready to use it. Now, um, I don't think playing zone against a team that's making 11 threes in Coastal Carolina is the smartest idea, right? But um, I think you need it. And so... Um, no, I, I wouldn't say that was my that was what I floated to for my answer. My answer is is we got to get back to defending and being who we are. Um, and and sure, do we need it in our back pocket? Yeah, but but just like anything else, um, we need a couple presses in our back pocket. It's not really our, our thing. But you know, um, at this point in the year, you know, there's a list of stuff that you want to make sure you got ready for um, by the time you get down to Pensacola. And and zone defense is certain something that that you might need to have. Um, in the quarterfinals, semifinals, championship. Hopefully you're playing in all three of those games. So um, it wasn't like let's turn to zone to fix our problems is, is the answer. James Madison, head coach Sean O'Regan, joining us ahead of the Dukes and the Jaguars here on this Thursday night. You know, you're no longer the hunted, and I know that's a, a word you've used. You're tied for second place with three other teams right behind Troy. I know that's a spot that you'd honestly probably prefer to be in because you want your team in attack mode. How much has your group bought into that philosophy of, trying to hunt other people and prove something i think the trick is you got to hunt no matter what no matter where you are uh and that's a really tough human nature thing to fight but um that's that's the mentality i've always wanted us to have um you know to me it's like we're not like two-time champion and we're protecting the crown here like we should be hunting the whole time and and again i i, I don't know what exactly it was but there was a mentality shift when when we were sitting alone up top of this thing and again it, i think it's a very natural human nature thing but um that's over now so so let's get back to it and, and yeah i want it i want to chase this thing and we got we got everything to prove um and we're, we're not done proving it so um we'll see hopefully we've grabbed hold of that Let's turn the page now to South Alabama. Of course, a team you've never faced before. Terry Fowler's their head coach. He's been here for a long time. So that probably means Neil Harrow has some familiarity with what he tries to do over the years. So what message have you learned from Coach Harrow about what this South Alabama team tries to do year after year? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're different year to year is, is the message I've got. They've had some really, really good teams here. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've watched them um, just from afar. Um, I got a lot of respect for, for Coach Fowler and uh, what he's done here. Um, you know, I think how this team beats you is is by getting hot from three. They shoot a lot of threes. They have a lot of different people that shoot threes. Um, so it's a little bit different. Um, both Georgia State and Coastal Carolina were, were fueled by a pretty dominant post player that you just had to do something with. You couldn't just guard one-on-one for, for 40 minutes. And so uh, no disrespect to South Alabama's post player. They have a couple good ones. But um, not quite, not quite we're expecting the domination that, that Asia Blount and Deja Merrill uh, gave to us. So um, we're going to make sure we, we, we make everything hard for them. And, and again, uh, the common theme is getting back to being us and being aggressive on the perimeter and not, not letting them get comfortable. I mean, we, we were first in the league in, in three-point field goal percentage defense for a reason. Um, that'll be challenged today. Um, but, but to me, we, we just have to get back to, to doing that. And the team that's now number one in three-point percentage defense is the team you're seeing tonight in South Alabama. Anything specifically they do defensively trying to defend the arc, or is it just kind of how it's been? No, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because they, they really pack it in, and you would think a team that packs it in shouldn't be able to guard the three well, but Drexel did that for years. Um, no, they just pack it in, and, and I think um, what, what ends up becoming is um, you don't think you can get into the lane, so by the time you do kick it out, 
they, they're able to close back out and guard you a little bit. But, um, you know, we're, we're going to play our game. I mean, it, I, I don't know, again, if, if they'll throw a zone at us. It's not really what they've shown at all. They've been a, a man-to-man team just packing it in. And so, um, you know, the, 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 the one conference game they won against a really good team in Texas State, they held them to 40, 43 points. And so, obviously, that's the, that's the fear, right, is that you can't score. But um, I'm hoping this team really responds uh, to, to the weekend we had last weekend and the, and the week of practice we had uh, at home. One last thing for me, Coach. You know, this South Alabama team offensively, their numbers suggest they're not all that talented offensively, but they just had their best offensive game in Sunbelt play in points, field goal percentage, three-point percentage. And their top scorer right now comes off the bench in Kelsey Thompson, who's a freshman, mm-hmm. just put up 27 points last week. What is it about her game that allows her to find success offensively? A really good player, um, versatile, and that's what it is. So she can go from three, she can go off the dribble, she can go to the rim. Uh, and you know what? We've struggled with dynamic guards like that. Uh, so it, it, the challenge is on. She's a really, really good player. Um, and, and if you look, it's really back-to-back games. They've been in the 60s after a long stretch of games in almost the 40s, I believe it was, uh, 45, 47, 44, 49, 43. So five, the five games prior to the last two, they're in the 40s. Um, but she's really an ignited one for him, and it, it's crazy that she's only averaging nine points a game. But um, had a big, uh, 20, I think, 26-point output against Auburn. So she's done it at a high level, and so we can't let her get going. But um, we also can't, you know, we're not going to all of a sudden throw three at her, and now they're shooting wide-open threes either. So um, we'll hopefully hopefully be at our best, but she's certainly the focal point of our scout report. Well, Coach, appreciate the time as always. Best of luck tonight. Thanks, Coach. We'll take a break on our pregame show. You're listening to JMU Women's Basketball on the Morris Insurance and Financial JME Radio Network. <laughs> 